Talk Radio with the best host in the business. Sports Talk Radio, every weekend night with Princess Cooper. Never had it so good radio now on 101.1. And it's 24-7, the world's best radio station. In this day and time, stereotypes are the false descriptions for all of humanity. James T. Deshay is the author of two great poetry books that attempt to describe life from a male perspective. It has been a common belief that men are unable to put into words their deepest feelings and spend most of their time focused on the surface of what life means. Thoughts, love, and reflections, and passion, desire, and contemplation take you on a journey that has very few travelers. Mr. Deshay has opened his heart and spirit up in ways that few have ever experienced. The depth of his poetry will have you reading his books and poems over and over again. You will find yourself using his passages to describe your own feelings to your family and friends. It is now time to put aside your thoughts and feelings related to the depth of men's thoughts and delve deeply into the words of James T. Deshay. Once again, he will put an end to your thoughts that men can't translate their heartfelt spirit into words. Both of these books will allow you to find comfort in the reality of the heart of men. You will spend hours trying to embrace the way men want to love and display their passion to the women they love. Don't be fooled by those books that create love through words of lust, vulgarity, and unhealthy displays of sexual activities. You will discover the types of words that will allow you to rejoice in the future of what love truly means to men. Your book clubs and families will be able to discuss these words without fear. No one will have to leave the room. Both of these books can be purchased at jamestdeshay2.com and lulu.com. Feel free to reach out to the author at tlreflectionsjtd at gmail.com. This is James T. Deshay, the host of Thoughts, Love, and Reflections, brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. We're on seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 6 to, uh, excuse me, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We're here so that your voice can be heard loud and clear, 657-383-0309. You know, I want to talk um, to you all today about something that confuses me. And a lot of times I share with you guys that I'm a math major. Things just have to make common sense to me when we uh, evaluate what people do that we call normal. And we realize that in America, and I'm going to try not to be racist, I'm going to try not to suggest that one group um, is not doing what they say they should be doing. Because it's my understanding in America that we love animals. And uh, that animals are supposed to be treated humanely. And so you see a lot of times when people are caught treating animals inhumanely, 
that the police will get involved or people will speak up. So when I saw this videotape, it kind of uh, threw me for a loop uh, because you have seen videos where people have captured sharks and drug sharks behind boats, and they wanted to they wanted to find these people so they could prosecute these people. And you want I've seen where people have interacted with uh, huge whales. And there's laws against interacting with whales. And so, you know, we have these laws against catching certain animals because they're nearly extinct. So it leads you to believe there is a love, humans have a love for animals. So when I saw this video, I'm constantly watching videos of animals and their natural habitat. And I'm I'm afraid that I... I have this ill will against predators. Uh, So I really never want the predator to win the battle, Uh, you know, because the person, the predator or the animal that the predator is attacking always seems to not be equipped uh, to deal with the situation. So it doesn't feel like a fair fight to me. So I hate watching it. Well, I brought this to your attention because I sent this to everybody. I tried to email it to everybody. Where these people were on a excursion in Louisiana, I think it was. And uh, they were looking, and, and I thought the purpose was, was just to go out and watch animals in their natural habitat. But these people came uh, upon a group of pigs that were at the shore of the river trying to get a drink. And they, at the same time, they saw an alligator trying to sneak up on the pig, tell you that it was the person who was doing the, the tour or if it was one of the customers but they started throwing bread to the to the pigs to lure them deeper into the water and off the show bank shore. And they must have did this about three or four times until the alligator got close enough uh, to grab the leg of the pig and drag him into the water. And my issue, it doesn't matter to me whether the pig and the alligator are both wild. There are universal rules that the pig and the alligator have an, there's an understanding that, you know, the battle is between me and you. And should not be intervened by people in order for them to get an experience making it easier for the crocodile to capture his prey. I find that inhumane, and I find it vicious. For your own for your own entertainment, it was your desire to watch a pig get pulled in and drowned for your entertainment. And I'm afraid that I find that to be extremely wicked. 
We don't allow people to fight dogs for their entertainment. We don't allow people to fight chickens for their entertainment. Even if you own these animals, you cannot abuse them. So why would it be okay for people to intervene on behalf of one animal versus the other in a tour so that you could be entertained and you could have this video of this pig being dragged underneath the water with your assistant. So today I just want to talk about how, you know, we, we don't, we know we talk about evil when it is perpetrated on human beings, but we don't see that perpetrating evil or allowing yourself to get to the point where you wish to see somehow the death of one animal versus another is entertainment for you, that there's some there's not something mentally wrong with that. Uh, Nate, what what are your thoughts? You know, I sent that videotape out. We watch, you know, around the world, you have bullfighting and you have all kinds of incidents. You know, even here in the United States where the rodeo, we tie a rope to a bull's groin in order to make him buck and fight and to kick you off. And so he's enjoying that. So some of these things are characteristic of people just not being acting in a humane way and in pain and abuse on animals, but they do it. They say they love animals, but really do they really do? Oh, uh, first of all, good evening, James. Good evening, good evening, James. Good evening, everybody. Can you hear me? I hear you fine, Nate. Go ahead. Okay, okay. Um, so I, I looked at the video yesterday, and um, and the first thing that came to my mind was a lack of respect for the uh, for the food chain. Um, you can actually hear them laughing. Um, as it was enticing the um um the hog to come into the uh, within the uh, gator's grass, and, and matter of fact, one of them said that's what they wanted to see, and and, and it's a shame that you are that barbaric that you want to see something like that because you already know what the end result is going to be, and anything. And like you said, we we Michael Vick went to jail for uh, fighting dogs and things like that. Now they have certain laws when it comes to animals and stuff like this here, and but even though this was in a while. You know, my question would have been if the game warden would have been there, would he would have done that? You know, uh, where, where was that animal protected by rights? You know, it was the laws protecting uh, that animal, even though it was in the wild. But I know, that, I know, I know that there are certain uh, laws that still have to be followed. But the thing that they really got me is not only that you did it, but you also videotaped it and everything, like it was okay in this amusement. And you were saying that you try not to make a, a make it a race thing, but it's not so much you make it a race thing, but at the same time, uh, when I looked at a video, and like I said, I've been, I've been in the army for 20-some years, and I've been around, uh, uh, it's, 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 a, it's a lot of white folks that do do that do that sort of thing. You know, I've, I've seen it. They get amused by that. I'm not, I'm not saying that black people don't get into it and everything like that, but for, for, for what I've seen, what I've experienced, I've seen that and the thing, and it's just my thing is what what are you thinking? What 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 is your purpose? What what are you getting out of saying 
a gator attacking another animal or animal attacking another animal. Like you said, I don't like watching stuff on National Geographic because I watched last night killer whales killing a, um, uh, a blue whale last night, and it tore it to shreds. I don't like seeing stuff like that. And I understand that's that's evolution. I understand that's the food chain. Those things are going to happen. But my thing is, let nature be nature. Man should not be interfering, interfering with things when man should be interfering. Now, what about the shoe was on the other foot? What about them being enticed into the water? They wouldn't like that. And, and the sad thing about it, this thing has been going on for so long, and it's not going to stop. People are going to get offended, but people still going to go out there and do the same thing because it's out there in the wild and everything. Ain't nobody there really there to police, 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 police for the animals. So those things are going to continue to go on unless we keep it, unless we make more and more of an issue out of it and everything. And I'm not for sure there's not enough people to make an issue out of it because it's, it's, it's in the wild. You know, it's not like it's at home or uh, a domesticated animal like a dog or a cat or anything like that or a horse, things that we normally see. We're talking about it in, in the wild. And and like I said, it would be a different story if they would have shot this whole for food or anything, but it was for entertainment purposes. That's the thing that bothered me. So it makes me want to want to ask this question: How sick do you have to be to see something that barbaric? You know, seeing some, uh, seeing, seeing the carnage that the alligator did to that hog, and that's entertaining to you. So it goes to show you where we at. You know, on the evolution, uh, on the evolution scale, we ain't high as we think we are because we still doing barbaric things as that. Thank you, sir. Yeah, it is incredible to me uh, that you cannot see the welfare of that pig and his desire. He has a desire to live uh, just like anything else. Uh, It wants to live and uh, continue to be with its group. Uh, There's a reason why they're grouped together. And to recognize that a person would, and I think there were some children on board uh, as well, but they should be shamed. Uh, I understand that at Alligator Land here in in Orlando, when they feed uh, the alligators, they feed them raw meat. They feed them uh, dead chickens or skinned chickens uh, and that kind of thing. And I recognize that there are people who have uh, reptiles, and they have to feed them live rats. (laughs) Uh, But to go and stage a killing for public enjoyment, problem for me. I, I just don't see and understand the public display that you sat there and let that boat stay there and help that alligator uh, to lure uh, to lure that pig into the water for that alligator. Cheryl, what what are your thoughts? You live close to Louisiana. Good evening, and how's everyone doing this evening? Um, I didn't get a chance to watch the video, but just listening to what you were saying, you know, we have such double standards when it comes to animals, just as do we do as far as when it comes to people. Um, you know, I think that is awful that um, they use this as a form of entertainment because there's nothing entertainment about it at all. Exactly. And 
saying, you know, um, we've had many of individuals, not just one, to serve jail time for dog fighting, for um, rooster fighting, for, you know, whatever animals that was fighting. But here, when it comes to entertainment, you know, you're going to say it's okay, but it's not. So it's a double standard. And who says, you know, where we draw the line? And that is is that, you know, they have their rights as well. And, you know, when you were saying lured him into the water to be eaten, you know, I just find that just really, really, I mean, despicable. I can't imagine even watching something like that or find it, finding it entertainment at all. So, yeah, we have double standards when it comes to so many things and animals as well. And, Cheryl, if you would have gotten to watch the video, they threw about four or five pieces of bread uh, to lure the pig deeper and deeper into the water. The pig was at the edge, and there were some branches that were between the alligator and the uh, pig. So the pig was somewhat protected because the alligator just wasn't in a good position. So they actually lured the pig into a better position for the alligator. And I would just like to know, well, if that is what you're doing, uh, why, uh, you know, why couldn't you decide, hey, I'm going to raise some dogs, I'm going to raise some cats, and I'm going to just throw them uh, to the alligator when we go on these tours so people can see animals happen uh, to be killed. Now, you do realize that a lot of people, if a dog had been in a position where he was going to be eaten by an alligator, they would literally kill that dog. I mean, kill that uh, alligator. So in some instances, depending on what the alligator is eating, we all of a sudden want to uh, eliminate the alligator. He's no longer being seen as this uh, uh, animal that needs to be helped to eat. So, uh, D, you know, let me ask you, I'm saying it it is, I'm saying I would be highly upset if I happened to be on that tour and wanting to go see nature, and then you set up a situation where an alligator drug a pig into the water to kill him, uh, that would have enraged me. Good evening, everybody. Um, you know, uh, I, I, first of all, I want to piggyback on what Mr. Sheriff said uh, about it being a double standard. And it is okay to kind of tie this 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 idea of the double standard along racial lines. Uh, because what I want to say is, you know, it's okay if we do things, and this, this is how the double standard works with them. It's okay if we do things what we want to do. But when y'all do things that y'all want to do, then they got a problem with it. Uh, hence the dog fighting. Uh, they they railroaded Michael Vick. Uh, they want to railroad Roy Jones Jr., uh, anybody mm-hmm. that's uh, of influence, uh, if, you know, if you do anything outside of the uh, opinionated lines as far as they're concerned, then they got a problem with you. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, to what Nate had said, uh, you know, by them doing that, uh, charges should be filed against them. Uh, there's no different than than a kid taking a cat and dropping him down a waist. 
just to see the cat yeah. struggle and drown. It's the same thing. Okay. So and, and so in that for their own entertainment, barbaric and blood sport thirst, uh, what they have what they did on that day was they interfered with the ecosystem. Uh the the, the pigs in a group, uh, they depend on one another to survive. Um and and pigs are uh, considered to be highly intelligent uh, on the scale of, of uh, when it comes down to uh, natural intelligence. Uh, they're, they're probably number five on the scale. Um, so, and and to interfere with the hunt, that the, which is the natural instinct of the, of the alligator or crocodile, uh, that, that was a total interference of, of all of that. But, uh, you know, but if you want to look at the flip side of the coin in this in this uh, situation, when it comes down to wild hogs, um, in some parts of the country, uh, wild hog, hogs are considered to be a nuisance because they populate so so readily and and so fast. Um, uh, here in Southeast Georgia, where I am, uh, in the small town, in this small area, they have what they call wild hog state. and uh, the Deplorables, I'm gonna call them that. The deplorable, the, the, the deplorables get together on this wild hog day, and they put hogs, wild hogs, and they corral, and they sick dogs on them. And the dogs come out there and they tear the hogs to shreds. And wow. they find that they find that highly exhilarating. This one, one of my coworkers, this this female of uh, of the fair skin. Said that, uh, and they do this on Mother's Day. That is a a Mother's Day event that she looks forward to every year. So, um, you know, it's it's a thirst for barbarism that they have. And uh, so, but you know, like you said, James, had you been on that boat, boat, you would have kicked up a firestorm, but you would have had your hands full. Trying to uh, convey your message on how inhumane and how uh, barbaric that was, because it is. Thank you. And uh, the the deal is is that you can't, you know, you have to. There's some semblance of humanity where you know that that they invited or tricked that pig. Just like you said, he has brains enough to remain on shore. But because they enticed him with food uh, and, and over tried to get him to overcome his fear because of that food, that's what lured that pig in. Under normal circumstances, the pig would have stayed on shore because there was no food in the lake for him. He was just there to get water. So, Andre, they sacrificed this pig for their own entertainment. And normally when we go on these kind of excursions, you're just going to see uh, animals in their natural habitat, not influencing them in any way uh, whatsoever. You're not supposed to feed alligators. So in a sense, they fed that alligator because they interfered with the way he normally gets his food. Well, tremendous Thursday to everyone. 
I'm sorry. Tremendous Thursday to everyone. I didn't get a chance to uh, see the video, James, and I'm just um, kind of moving a little bit here in bits and pieces of the program. But from what I can hear and what I've heard thus far is that all I can say is, Father, help your children, because if indeed we uh, utilize and you know, animals just for our entertainment, just to kill, just to be killed, and find that as a sport. Um, you know, they they do it with animals, but I'm I'm thinking, you know, there are people who hunt human beings, and uh, it, it's just a sickening, and that people just see that and and find entertainment in that. You know, uh, if we have to have that type of entertainment, we truly are uh, a sick nation. So I just have to continue to listen and pick pick up and see what's going on. And the sad thing is, is that there was a time when slave owners here in Florida to use babies in the same manner in order to catch alligators. And so, you know, it's amazing, Joyce, that we find ourselves in this situation. Had somebody brought a dog, and toss them to the alligators. You know, we would have, we'd be having somebody in court ready to string them up. But in some instance, they find it enjoyable to sacrifice his pig, and so his life was so meaningless. Good afternoon, everybody. It all depends on who was bringing the dog. Ah. Huh. Certain people bring the dog, there's no problem with it. It's humane, that's what it is. But do you expect more from what is going on now, if that is what is happening in our country? This has gone worldwide about the separation of, of kids from their parents. That's a psychological effect that's going to be affecting these young people for the rest of their life. And you got your, your sessions that say today is that um, he quoted out of the Bible to validate and to verify why he's doing what he's doing. Now, if you don't call that a sick nation and you don't call us a sick nation, then we don't know what it is. My thing is, what if? Whoever videos that, I'm hoping that they the one that them. why would you do this? You know, we got to start challenging. We got to start uh, holding people accountable for their actions. I don't want to just see the picture. I want to see what you did do to, to, to show me that picture and what your stand on it and what you did. And the reason why you showing it for me to help you validate your stand that you took. Right. That's what we need to do. That's what we need to do. We, we need to stop doing and watching these pictures if they're not going to make a stand and, and say something as to what it is and validate on camera so we can have an idea as to what direction we need to move on and for that person to get the type of support that he needed when that was shown. This is ridiculous. You know, we just getting immune to whatever it is that we see and we talk about it's a shame, this and this and that. But no, we need to start challenging. And it got to be on a local level. We got to move it up the ladder. And we got to really say what it is that we want and what needs to be done. Now, I don't know whether or not everybody you know, is paying attention, but, but excuse me, go ahead. Bring up a good point. You know, it's like, how? what can you expect? when a country is willing to snatch babies and young children away from their mothers with such insensitivity. And that, you know, when I think about 
listen, I don't want to see any man fight dogs. I don't want to see people uh, skin dogs and and have a country where you uh, you purchase dogs for consumption. Uh, but you know, it is just I'm not I'm I'm trying to. You got a boat full of people who literally watch somebody keep tossing food to a helpless pig so that he could eventually get attacked by this this uh, alligator. The alligator already got the advantage because he can go underwater. And the pig's only advantage is, okay, I'm smart enough to know that the water's edge is as far as I'm supposed to go. But it is just, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm always constantly wondering and asking myself about who we are as humans. And this means to me that them people would have been mad at me. I'm going to tell you the truth. They would have been upset at me because, to me, I would have been making all kind of noise to scare that pig. And then they would have been looking at me crazy. You understand? So it, it is, Nate, it would have been a mess on that boat uh, had I been there because uh, they they wouldn't have got, I, I would have tried to give that pig uh, another option. I agree with you 100%. And like you said, there were kids on that boat and everything like that. Why why are you exposing children to that and, their, and everything? That would have been me. I would have been throwing I'd have been throwing a rock or something to scare the, uh, scare the hogs. They just had to been mad at me. They uh, tried me to get would to have some fresh food. I would have threw one of them over because that didn't make any sense what they were doing. And the thing about it is it, it, they did it for entertainment reasons. That's the thing I'm still um, just tripping off of. What is so entertaining about that? You know what the outcome is going to be. You know if the hog would have came to the to the to the edge of the bank, the the, um, the gator was going to get him. You know that. Why did you want? Why why was that so appealing to you? You know why is that? Why is why why is, why you have that that desire, that appetite to see that type of carnage, that type of uh, uh, that brutality and everything like that? Just like uh, Diaz said, you know, that's been a barbarian. And everything, and I would like to think that on the evolution table we'll have evolved past that, but apparently we not. And and just like uh, I forget who said, what was the purpose of taking a video if we're not planning on to do nothing about it? You know, did you say anything about it and everything? Because I also heard some people in the background. I was kind of appalled when they seen that because they wouldn't expect the brutality of it. But at the same time, what was you expecting? We had a, we had been become so immune to these types of things that. Certain things don't bother us, but just like you made a key, key point, James, that would have been a dog getting attacked and everything like that, or the alligator vision. Now, now he got to be put down and everything like that because he's attacking something that you like and everything. But what about the hole? You know, uh, um, I'm quite sure when it came to, uh, um, or a game, was, as I think, a game and fish, like I said, the game wardens, I'm quite sure some kind of way that was against the law. I'm quite sure some kind of way that was against the law. But nobody wants to take it any farther than that because, again, it's wildlife, you know, and that's the thing about it. They want to minimize it and everything when they're doing it. But if that had been something else, like a dog fight or a cock fight or anything around here, we maximize it. We so offended. We so brutalized. When people, when Michael, when Michael Vick uh, was involved in that dog scandal, oh, they were so appalled. They were so shy. They didn't even want to play football. The man went to federal prison. Like he was a spy or something. Like he don't like like he was involved in espionage. He went to prison behind that. 
The man lost two or three years of his life and scarred forever because he was involved in a dog in a dog fighting chain. And these people around here videotaping what they were doing. One guy said, I want to see what happened. And nothing happens to them? What's the morality in that? Thank you. And Cheryl, you know, we're talking about here recently in Florida where a lady was walking her two dogs and this alligator captured this lady. See, the issue becomes, uh, to me, if the alligator is doing what alligators do, why didn't then do they need to be killed? Okay, so he killed this woman who was walking too close to the lake or who tried to save her dog. Uh, but yet they went and found him and killed him uh, because he was a nuisance. Well, they're creating a nuisance by helping this alligator assume that they relate people to food because they help the alligator get the food. So certainly I would hope that had uh, animal control or whatever the the department was said seen that, that they would have intervened because that, you you are interfering with the natural nature of how things were supposed to be done, Cheryl. Well, you know, um, I I just I I guess I I still can't get over that we stooped that low to want to use, and I'm going to keep saying a form of entertainment. So what are you willing to sacrifice for any form of entertainment? And I don't think that this is no form of entertainment at all. Um, Who would even want to watch something like that? And why, and who came up with the idea that this, this is used for entertainment? And I guess, you know, asking those questions, I guess I could see, you know, answering them as well. We have sick people out here that enjoy something like this. And if you have enough people and um, that watch it, then somebody's going to put on a show for it. Um, I just think that there should be some regulations as far as cutting this out and not doing um, this at all. And I'm not sure as far as what the laws are or if they um, know that this is going on or is this, well, I guess if somebody said this is on Mother's Day, I think Nate said Mother's Day, so this got to be a big-time event with the event that you um, talked about. So I guess all of this has to be approved. And, I mean, what sick people will approve something like this? You know, um, I just, I, I'm still stuck on the fact of this is a form of entertainment. I'm so sorry. I am. I just, I can't get past, you know, using something like this for entertainment. And then you have white America, and I'm just going to say it, that wanted SeaWorld to get rid of the killer whale show. Now, they toss food to the killer whale. We have, I mean, the the whale looked like he's happy to me. I mean, he's out there performing. But it's like they have this idea that somehow the killer whale was unhappy. Uh, he needed, uh, they needed to stop the uh, using him as a form of entertainment. 
Uh, then they have these rodeos where they tie the ropes to the testicles of a bull in order to make him buck. And you know, see, the horses are, I know good well, horses and bulls aren't happy or pleased with having ropes tied around their testicles. But yes, they do these things all the time. So it is kind of like a double standard where they've decided what is okay and what uh, uh, has no issues. But just think about these horses that go from rodeo to rodeo and have to have their, their testicles tied uh, in order to make them act in an in a unnatural way. Uh, Andre? And this is how white yeah, I America think the key, entertains I, itself. Yeah, I think the key piece is what was identified by D was that, you know, certain people make the decision of what's acceptable and what's not. And I don't want to lose track of Joy's point of, you know, it's not enough just to see what we're seeing, but, again, holding people accountable, and especially the people that's delivering um the film in this case, uh, what are you yeah. doing about it? What what are all of us doing about it? You know, we have to start Roger holding that. people accountable and um, and just not dismiss because you're right. We're starting to become so immune to it. If people don't speak up and show, hey, wait a minute, this is not acceptable, our next generation and surely the generation after that, Oh, my goodness, I can't even imagine. And, you know, D is at a point that he and his wife have already decided that, you know, best for them right now is to homeschool their children. And I, I'm so proud of them just for doing that because they're taking a stand of saying what I see and some of the things that's experiencing is not up to my quality of expectation. So this is what I'm – and I'm not saying – by no means I'm not saying that – some of our school systems are not good, but my point of it is, you know, we have to have passion about certain things to the level that we're willing to take action. And it's not comfortable and it's not easy, but because of the feel of the fact that we feel so strongly about it that we take action. So obviously people that's making the decision uh, are not in agreement with the majority of the people on the call. And, you know, uh, Joyce, I have no problem with hunters and hunting who go out and they shoot wild pigs and they bring them back and they skin them and they eat them. You understand? That, I mean, I understand that there, that there are people who like wild meat and they go after wild meat. And so I understand that. But to have just a boatload of people uh, sitting there enjoying watching a alligator drown uh, a pig and literally take him underwater so that he can drown and, and before he's eaten is just um, I, I just can't imagine wanting to have that done in front of my children and to yes. uh, that that has to be horrific. I know for me, I would have probably dreamed about that for days. Uh, if I was, it would have been physically present at the time that it happened. That's true. I, I feel the same way. It could be very psychological to to people, not only for children. It could play a psychological head head job on adults as well as elderly. 
Uh, also, just to flip back to what Audrey had indicated and, and reference to Dee, uh, I'm so proud of Dee also because all these things that are happening, um, we being so immune to it, but this become a part of the norm for our young generation to come. So what we're doing and teaching them is not to have no respect for certain things, no tenderness about anything, and uh, truly empathy on anything. So that's what we're doing, and we don't even realize that we're doing it. We're changing their frame of mind, thought, and frame of thinking, and how they're looking at the world so negatively, so horrible. Uh, nothing for compassion, companion, uh, any of that is what we raised up on. We're losing it just by what we're seeing and witnesses on YouTube and the Internet and addressing it and not standing up for and telling and explaining the difference to our young people when they see it. We need to use this and start flipping it and using it as learning tools and let them know in our day, yeah, in our day, this is what was done. Because what in your day going forward, this is what I expect for you to do when I'm not here on earth. This is how you need to look at the world. Because this is what needs to be done. If not, then we're moving our young people and the society as a, as a general into a dark, dark place. Thank you. Indeed, this is, and in some instances, these are the things that trigger some of the psychotic ways that men think uh, when they go around sacrificing young animals. And, okay, you know, I want to gravitate away from having the pig sacrifice uh, to seeing human sacrifice. So, you know, you don't know who whose trigger you are triggering when you show them this kind of foolishness. Well, Jamie, you know, I think that's an outstanding point. Um, they really coincide to what Ms. Uh, Joyce just said. Um, you know, you're allowing our society to fall down this rabbit hole of a dark, dark place. You know, uh, uh, we, you know, we have come, like they say, we, uh, we uh, accept the fact that everything should be sensationalized, and that's and that is considered to be our norm. Uh, at the risk of the well-being and how it will uh, influence young people, young children, to be so insensitive to another human being. Come on now. I mean, you know, when you got people like Jeffrey Dahmer uh, that, that, eat, they, that ate people and made ashtrays out of their bones, uh, you know, where do you, you think that he got that idea that – that was okay to do that, you know. When uh, people are on it, when young children get on the internet uh, and fa- on Facebook, and they can't find people that have the compassion to their woes in life, and and inevitably what they do, they end up committing suicide because they feel that society has no compassion for them. I mean, it's there. It, it's you know, that's why you know, uh, we be saying that we got to start looking at things in black and white or looking at things as one and two-dimensional because in the long run, all of this has a lasting effect. And so, um, you know, so, yeah, we have to, if somebody, and I, I had to step away for a minute and, and I apologize, I may have missed it, 
Uh, so if somebody used the video uh, in a, in a way to ridicule that action, uh, we should applaud them for doing that. You know, because um, uh, it, some of these things can be irreversible, and it's, and and they want to make it think that everything is all right, everything is all right. What it does, it may, it makes us callous. You know, it makes us hard. It makes 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 our heart very callous, and so um, we should we shouldn't allow this to happen. I mean, even as respect for older people, like you all said, and for respect for children, because if we don't stand up for our children and what they see on TV, sometimes you have to say no to some things. Like you said, James, had you been on that boat, you would have caused a ruckus, and I think that would have been the right thing to do. Thank you. You know, and what's amazing to me now, this happened in Louisiana, and I know there's some good people in Louisiana, uh, but I'm just saying to you, we have uh, Nate, you have to help me out. What do we call those sea cows that we have? Now, if somebody uh, would have set manatees. up a situation, yes, manatees. If somebody had set up a situation where an alligator could have killed or maimed or injured a manatee, oh, it would have been hell to pay. You know what I'm saying? You know, and so I just don't understand why the wild pig has less of a. Um, value uh, than the manatee, you go out there and you can't even drive your boat fast on the lake when there are manatees around, or you'll go to jail. You can't even even interfere with the manatee by feeding it or anything else. But yet, these people were allowed uh, you, bro, to lure this okay. pig to his death. And, and, and you know, and you're right because we pick and choose and minimize what's 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 value and what's not. You know, man, man makes that decision. You know, the hog did not minimize his value. Man did that and everything. And the whole time everybody was talking, I was looking at the other night on cable. You know, they got the they got these hunting um, channels now where you can watch them um, uh, hunt animals and everything like that. And like everybody has been saying. We don't been so conducive to seeing these kind of things and everything. Just like when I was overseas, it got to the point I was getting used to seeing people get um, blowed up and getting shot and everything like that to the point I had to come home and start getting some help because I realized that wasn't normal. And I applaud everybody for not saying that, hey, we, where's the humanity in this? You know, because we have lost so much humanity and everything, especially like uh, I think on Mr. George, I'm sure what I'm saying, like in YouTube, there's so much violence on YouTube, this kind of type of behavior that is so accessible to the kids, you know, that it's not, it's not even funny now because you can turn on a whole lot of different uh, channels and watch this very thing, but when you're seeing it every day, you know, it's, 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 you, you, you're getting used to it, and when you see something every day, you don't see the wrong in it no more. They did that. They minimized that uh, the life of that pig and everything. The pig didn't do that. The pig was just trying to get something to eat. And like you say, it was lower at, at that. But like you said, that would have been a manatee or something that was instinct, something that was uh, um, not instinct, or something that was uh, on a dangerous species list, all heck would have broke loose and everything. And everything. So it's just funny to me how man decides what's uh, value and what's not value. It's funny to me what's, what's is an outrage and what's not an outrage. It, you know, stuff like this is stuff. Stuff is not an outrage unless we're making an outrage and everything. So the question is, at the end of the day, what what are we gonna do about this? Because like I said, if I was on the boat, like I said, by me being overseas, I value life 
even boys. So even though it's a dog life or a hog life or a bird life or anything like that, life is precious. And we've forgotten that. You know, we we, 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 we got to get back in our mindset that, hey, life is precious here. You know, don't kill unless you plan on eating that. That's how I was raised. When I was going hunting and stuff like that, my daddy said, do not kill anything unless you're going to plan on eating it. That was the first rule of thumb my father taught me as going hunting. Do not take a life unless you plan on eating it. And we lost that. We lost those values and everything. And some kind of way, we have to be outraged enough to be willing to speak out and get it back because though that pig cannot defend himself. He can, He does not have anybody to speak, you know, for him or any other pig, anything like that. Because if it happened once, it's going to happen again. Thank you, sir. And obviously, this was okay with the person who was running the boat. You understand? I mean, it goes deeper than that. You know that if he, right. this was okay in this instance with the person who was running the business, that he's been doing this before, Andre. So he, you know, how many pigs have been lured to their death because he knows how to set this situation up? You know, and so he wants to give his the tourists on this, on this boat the maximum entertainment. And that is that something has to be sacrificed uh, so they can go back and say, oh, wow, you know, look, you, you won't believe what I saw. Uh, we got to see this alligator really kill something. Now, I, I'm just appalled at that. And, again, I'm saying if that alligator did that naturally and he did it because the pig on his own went too far in the water, then that's how nature is. Uh, but I just find it uh, just ridiculous that human beings can have get grass entertainment from that kind of ugliness. And again, I uh, say that um, alligator land only uses dead dead chickens that they feed their alligators. Mm -hmm. Yes. And um, hopefully people will become so frustrated and voice their concerns uh, by either replying to uh, the website, the video, or whatever, and call the company out such that I'm sure that's not the only company that's doing it. But, you know, you have to take a stand. And if we just talk, oh, man, this is so frustrating, what's going to come up next, something else going to be frustrating. But we have to just, again, call it out and uh, require that, again, you have to value, value life, value life because, you know, um, we eased over it. But I really want to go back to it. You know, people are being separated from the parents. And and, and and they said, yeah, that's just the way it is. I mean, just no remorse or anything. But you think about it, part of slavery intent was to um, disengage that family. And, you know, that have impacted us hundreds and hundreds, you know, centuries for years. And so, again, we find ourselves repeating our, itself, and we allowing it to repeat itself. Um, the de- The devastation of mentally not being connected or seeing your family members taken from you. I, I just can't even remember. I can't imagine that because as hard as death is, we have to realize that that's final. It's nothing that we can do about that. 
But if I was to see someone just taken from me, and I'm spending weeks and weeks as a child in an environment where I'm not familiar with it, I don't know anyone, and sometimes I can't even speak the language, imagine the frustration that you're going to breed from one generation to the next. So that animal being killed, that's one thing. But the human animals that's being attacked, you know, uh, we talk about how many attacks and lives are being taken. And uh, we have to don't just see it on the surface. Let's go a little deeper and really see, connect the dots, what's going on. And we have to be, someone said it, we have to be outraged. And are we outraged enough? to call our senators? Are we outraged enough to contact our representative? Are we outraged enough to respond by email, text, or phone calls, or whatever? How outraged are we? Because until we That's take action, it's going to continue to happen. Amen. Tell it. Mm-hmm. So what can we do? God, what I, can cannot, we do? I cannot, Joyce, I cannot go back and remember uh, what it was how I responded to being taken away from my parents. But I have seen children that were taken away from their parents just to go to daycare. And to have somebody uh, take you away from your parents and don't have, you don't have a clue or any idea when you will ever get back to them or will you ever get back to them just seems to be so inhumane to me. And we don't seem like we want to do anything or create anything to help people better understand humanity and how it, how we need to be trying to stop the fact that so many of our lives are being lost at such a young age, in such a young way. You know, when I listen to the fact that suicide is such a major part of what Americans do, and yet we still don't do anything in our school systems to talk about senseless violence and the mistreatment of people to the point, how can you have fun driving people to the point that they want to kill themselves as young adults? Not even the unthinkable of of adults using it as a method uh, to solve their issues. Yeah, that's the that's the signal part about it. The two the two major people who have just checked out uh out of society I, I I have no no respect for that at all. I have no respect for a person other than a minority and they they shouldn't even do that. But if you got everything going for you as being the color that you are and nothing, nothing or no one could have you to even check out nothing that is so horrible that has happened to you in these United States of America because just about you having being white give you a pass automatically. So when I see all these, these uh, I very seldom in 109 degree heat, I would not find a brother out there with his family, hot as it is, and 109 degree with a sign talking about they need money. And, and, and I, I can't not even visualize that. Go get a job. It's ridiculous. It doesn't make any sense. Now, going back to the, to the people about uh, how, can they, how can you let this be, just turn on CNN tonight, uh, MSNBC. Not only has this been a United States, now it's gone worldwide. 
where the United Nations is pleading secession. Take a look at what you're doing here. These kids, they don't even know. The parents are begging, want to know where their kids are. When will they see them again? And he quoting a scripture from the Bible saying that that gives him the right to do what he's doing. Where are we as a society? Now, what can we do? What we can do as a group, the same one of us on the phone every day, we need to do a platform. We're going to start off before we, we end the call every day and say, okay, this is who we're going to challenge. This is what we're going to make our phone calls. So we start getting those things out there every day. We should have something that we need to voice our opinion on and make it be heard. Believe me, a squeaker wheel will get, and it's just on a small level. But then if they get sick of getting these phone calls on different issues every day, uh, maybe, just maybe somebody's light bulb might go on. We got to start challenging all people that we put up there to make laws on our behalf. They are not doing nothing but sitting up there earning a paycheck. And the reason why they licking Trump ass is because they don't want to go back to a normal, everyday job like you and me. Now, we got to let them know that if you're going to sit on that hot seat, you better get something done. If not, I'm going to do everything I can to move your butt out of that seat. And that's what we need to let them know. And we need to deliver the message like that, and I think that's how they listen. Because yes. they're nice to them. And, and saying, I'm talking on their level, no, we need to break it down and let them know just what I feel and just what I think. Because you know what? Being militant, what a lot of people might call me in the whole bit, you know what I mean? You got their attention. Talking and trying to be easy and be nice to them and be on, they ain't no do nothing but run your butt over. That's like a car. They'll run you over. So we got the need to be a voice and let them know that, listen, I might be a small voice, but believe me, if I keep talking that voice, somebody's going to get heard, and somebody important might just listen to that small voice to go ahead and right. move the needle a different, a, different, a different level. You understand me? That's what we need to do. Really, we need to start getting these issues, and before we get off the phone, say, okay, this is who we're going to target tomorrow, and by the time we get to make our phone call at 3 o'clock or whatever it is your time is, that we know that we have done something, that we have moved halfway, moved that needle, least trying to anyway, as a group. Thank you. Let me uh, flip the script a little bit, and I want to get everybody's opinion on this. And, and, and Andre, you know, I'm always looking for uh, – needle in the haystack that is going to change the direction of everything. I'm sure those of you who pay attention to the news understand that uh, New York is suing uh, the Trump Foundation, and they're suing them for millions of dollars because they say Trump was using it at at his will uh, for his ability to just do whatever he wanted to, and that his children were the persons that were on the board, uh, and they used it as a uh, slush fund. Uh, so uh, um, it's amazing these things just keep coming up one after the other. At some point, somebody uh, with the, associated with the name of Trump has to pay some kind of uh, penalty for these kind of things, I mean, these things just don't happen in a vacuum. These are people who believe they have entitlement, and uh, they they just think that they 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 rich and entitled, and they can do what they want when they want to. 
it has always been like that because cause the rich make a way for the rich to get out of stuff. That that has not changed. You know, it's 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 a small it's a small man got to make the difference and everything. Hold 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 them accountable and everything because if we if we just sit back, what 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 it is here in America, we are so used to being screwed over and and accepted it that you know we 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 allow we have allowed this to happen, not knowing how how powerful we really are. There are there are about a good four or five voices on this phone. There, I mean, it can multiply. And as long as we, we, we can multiply our voices and stand up and do something about it, they can't get away with that. But the thing about it is is that we have to be a unified voice and not be separated and not be divided. Find our common ground and let's fight. Because at the end of the day, people like Trump and everything they've done, they've been doing this for years. Uh-huh. How do you think they got rich and how do you think they're going to stay rich? Because they have a network. They're unified. Yeah. They That's are right. unified, and they and they gonna stick together. They gonna stay together. They talk about all the time how how they gonna make money. Matter of fact, that same man filed bankruptcy more than once just to keep his money and everything like that. But if I file bankruptcy, everybody looking at me crazy though. You can't manage your money right and all that kind of stuff. Why 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 are you minimizing me if I'm trying to clean up my credit, but you won't say nothing to him when he's trying to stay rich. So I mean so. So 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 no. So we 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 got a set of presidents that we uh for the president anybody else that's in office and like no nah, if you ain't gonna do what you are gonna do then we are gonna get you up out of there. It is as simple as that. Just like how you like firing people, then we need to go into firing business. When it's time to vote, let's let's fire the asses. Like you know just, just and that's what we need to do. Because at the end of the day, the thing about it is if we're not willing to do nothing about it, then we don't have the right to say nothing about it. You that's know because right. the thing about because the, the thing about it is, this ain't like it just happened five years ago. This thing ain't been going on since day one. And it's going to continue to go on because we have a lot of presidents that say, oh, that's just how it is. Just as how it always been. That's how it's always going to be. No, the devil is a lie. Why I got to be Why? Why? why I gotta be like that? That's the same thing they told me about don't put in your promotion packet because they ain't promoting nobody right now. Man, if I would have listened to that, I would have never got promoted. No. We have to stop this. Because this man and others like him thinking they are so above the law and mm-hmm. everything like that, and because they linked in with the law and everything, so we gotta fire those too who's enforcing the law. Because that man, let me tell you, that man ain't just got rich by being dumb and everything like that. Yeah. That man made a lot, and others like him made a lot of underhand deals and everything mm-hmm. to make him cover the cover here. He's in president. He's becoming president now. For him, to, uh, when he get out of office, he making deals mm-hmm. now that's gonna benefit him when he get out of office and everything like yeah. that. But how's that gonna benefit me and you and everybody else? We're gonna suffer. Yeah. It's more of us. It's more. It's more. Last I checked, it's more people. I don't want to call people poor, but it's more. It's, 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 there's more of us who don't. It's not millionaires that are those who millionaires. So we get together yeah. and say enough is enough, and make all of them be accountable for it. This too shall pass. Thank you. We need to start asking questions. We need to find out why he hasn't uh, showed his taxes. I want to know how much did our president make? What did our president that do? Part. I want to see your taxes because I have found mine. When is the deadline for you to show us what, what your earnings are, what you're doing with mm-hmm. the money, and how much you made? I want to see that. We need to start asking questions. I think what we have done as a black society, we just let whatever they say go. How yeah, they that said part. it. How they said it. 
Well, my thing is, mm. no, not because you said it. I'm asking you questions. And then they want to they say, pardon me. And then when they said, pardon me, you said, I said. And then you asked the question right again. <laughs> that's, you wanna ask. that's how you roll with that. Right, Andre? <laughs> yes, indeed. That's the inside joke between you, Joyce, and I. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is obvious that we have uh, like you know these organizations and these uh, these different people are coming out the woodwork uh, and laying claim uh, to 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 the the ugliness that is being done by this family and uh, his children were on this foundation and they were pointing fingers at Clinton Foundation. <laughs> And they still ain't nobody trying to sue the Clinton Foundation. So, obviously, they need to stop pointing fingers because everybody looking at them. Okay? And uh, we're going to take a short break and come back. We're going to take a short break and come back and let everyone have their final thought for this evening. Brought to you by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. 
We are here so that your voice can be heard loud and clear and without interruptions. It is important that we become a part of the process that makes sure our voices are heard further than just a couple of blocks. We have to talk about what is going on in our society and make sure that people understand that we're not going to tolerate our world being treated or our country being led in a direction that was destroyed. So let's come together each and every day, talk about these different subjects, and as Joyce said, we have to be prepared to make our voices heard and call our congressmen and our senators and let them know that we're not happy with the way we're being led. Uh, Cheryl, what is your thoughts for this evening? Again, this was a very, very interesting conversation that led into some um, some actions where it could be taken. Joyce was so right with all of the things that she said that we as people could be doing, and it can start with us right here. And as she said, making us accountable um, and saying what are those things that we have done or what are the plans um, that we plan to do and not long-term goals, I mean plans, but immediate plans because we are responsible for those that are in office and we also responsible for taking them out of office. So what I say all the time, whatever we do, we can always do more. All right. Uh, Audrey, your final thought for this evening? My plan is to pause enough to uh, identify a situation such that I go beyond the surface of it so I can really make the connections and then take action in making sure that when um, my opinion is asked and when I'm stating it, uh, if indeed a person don't understand it, make it very clear to them uh, what my position is. Thank you. You know, it is so important that we recognize and see that we cannot sit back and watch things happen. We have to make things happen. We have to gain momentum and do what is necessary. And I promise, uh, Joyce, that on tomorrow I'll be on the phone talking about uh, these children being taken away from their parents and that we need to make a law that if we're going to incarcerate these parents, we need to create an environment where these parents can stay with their children. Joyce, your final thought this evening? I agree with that. Uh, I'm going to do exactly what you're going to do, but how I would like to present my issue to my congressman is I'm going to let him know that by me being a black person, that takes me back psychologically to how I was divided, my ancestor, as slavery. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring him back, and then I'm going to flip it and bring him up to date as to how I see that and how they look, what he's looking. So I want to put something on his mind. And to us, we have to realize, too, is that don't be afraid to challenge and speak up because I tell you what, when you don't think our kids are looking, our kids are looking to see just what we do and how we do it. So we need to show them 
not tell them to, but we got to show them what we do, and we got to stand on our word. Thank you. Yeah, it is important that we show them how we go about uh, reaching out to our Congress people, and we got it easily made. We can do it by email. We can do it by phone. Uh, there is a number of ways that we can reach out to them and uh, make sure they are fully aware of what it is that we're thinking. I want to thank you all for your continued support. Uh, we will be here tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, and we'll be here ready and prepared to talk about what it is it takes to make sure that we are being a good citizen and raising our voice at the appropriate time. Take care, everybody, and I'll see you tomorrow at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. your children and don't let them fall by the side of the road and teach them to love one another that heaven might find a place their heart Jesus is love He won't let you down and I know He Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. 
Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.